Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Future Forward Sales Podcast. I'm your host, Lynn, and today I'm joined by our incredible guest, Chad Nedland. And today, Chad and I, we're going to be talking about why the power of borrowed ethos is vital for your success. So this is going to be an incredible conversation, and I want to tell you a little bit about Chad. He's an author and a business coach specializing in increasing profits and streamlining businesses. Chad amassed a wealth of knowledge and experience of 23 years of starting, running, and selling multiple businesses, in addition to marketing digital products online. Getting to this point was not an easy road. Chad did not come from a life of wealth or privilege and, and also found himself living without a home multiple times. My goodness. Um, <laughs> Chad admits that those were not low points in his life. They were stepping stones to his future. And that is so powerful. Chad chose a life of service to those who cross his path. With a heart full of love, he will have no problem hitting you with truth so hard it will make your head spin. Chad is not your average coach, and all who know him will tell you the same thing. So, Chad, welcome, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much. I am, I, I am set back in awe, and just I'm honored to be here and just be part of this space. So, thank you for having me here today. Well, this is going to be such an incredible conversation, and I want to remind all of our listeners who are joining us for the first time. Hey, take this moment, hit subscribe so you don't miss a single episode wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're there, we would certainly appreciate it if you share the love and click all five stars for your review. So Chad, let's just get right into this because I'm really fascinated. What inspired you to get started helping people cultivate the power of borrowed ethos? Actually, it's it's kind of a fun story. It's, um not going too far into my backstory, but I was last year, I was actually running multiple offline businesses, everything from lawn care to construction, remodeling. Uh, I was running multiple businesses at the same time. Now, when COVID hit, a lot of people struggled really hard. Luckily, I was in an area where I was dealing with homes and building housing. So therefore, I was a uh, uh, segmented as necessary employment. Um, but it got towards the end of the year and I started really struggling as I was looking out. I was seeing everybody actually losing their jobs, losing their homes, yeah. losing their their marriages because they lost their home. And I was seeing all this stuff going on. And I, I told my wife, I was like, you know what? I says, I have a skill set in which I can teach people how to create secondary streams of income. I can do this and structure this really well. I want to be able to bring it to them in a more effective way. And I can't do it behind a lawnmower. And I said, so I'm going online and I'm doing a, a full, full-time business and we're going to be going into coaching. And my wife smiled and she looked at me and she's like, okay, so we just bought a house. We have five businesses. We're pregnant. You want to quit all of our sources of income and go into a field online in an area that you haven't worked with before, um, in, a, in a landscape that you haven't worked with before. And I said, yes. And she goes, okay, what do you want for supper? And that was it, right? Like, because over time she has seen me put things together and it, they just work because I don't stop until they do. And I find systems and ways of making this happen. And I said, okay, that's cool. So boom, 30 days later, I'm sitting here. Okay, now what do we need to grow business is, well, I've got to have an amazing offer. Check. I've got to know who I'm talking to. Check. I've got to be able to get in front of them. Hmm. Well, that sucks. 
I was like, so, so I scoured everything together and I found out through all of my social media, all of my email accounts, I had a whopping just about 100 people that I could talk to. And that was insanely, it was ridiculous. All my social media accounts, including my friends list on Facebook, and I'm like less than 100 people. And I said, well, I've got to get in front of people. So the best thing I can do is learn how to get in front of people. So I did a little bit of learning and I found this person who had a $37 course on how to expand and grow your coaching business. Like 37 bucks is going to grow your business, right? So I signed up and I spent the $37 and about five minutes in, I was like, wow, people pay for this? This is this is garbage. I mean, this stuff is so outdated. It's ridiculous. And then somebody asked me a question in the chat during the, during the call. And so I answered them and then they answered, asked another question and I answered them. And then somebody else actually chimed in in another private message during the chat and they asked a question. And so I answered them. And after the call was over, one of them reached out and said, could you help me? And I was like, well, yeah, sure, absolutely. And I'm thinking, that's what I do. That's why I'm here. And I got really excited. And I said, well, wait a minute. Something magical just happened. Something magical happened. I put myself in a room with people who had a need for the solution that I have. And I know exactly how much they're all willing to pay to be there. And I thought, wow, this is powerful. And then I started saying, well, how can I get in front of more people, more, more groups like this? And so I went from a 37 to a 97 to a 127 to a 347 to a 1500 to a $2,700 program. And every single time I was landing in these spaces and I'm going, wow, people are paying for this. <laughs> there's so much more, like there's so much more that can be done with this. And I started to realize not only the value of what I had, but I found the value of getting in front of an audience who was already prepared to receive what I had to offer. And then I was started answering in the chats in one of the, this higher level training program. And the instructor reached out to me because it was a five day. And they're like, hey, I went through the chat. I noticed you were answering a lot of questions. Would you be interested in coming on tomorrow and doing a little bit more in-depth teaching in that area? I'd never seen that before. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Right. And then all of a sudden I have people raise their hand and say, well, how can I work with you directly? And I'm thinking, ooh, I'm inside somebody else's paid program and their clients are saying, how can I work with you? Yeah, it was kind of awkward at a moment. But then I realized the power of standing on it. It wasn't that there was something that was missing. Right. Yeah. They had already built a reputation with their audience to the point where the audience was willing to part with over two thousand dollars. And then they brought me in. And they said, this person can fill a spot that I don't know enough about yet. So when you use that borrowed ethos, not only are you standing on that position and that, you know, it doesn't bring you equal. It automatically positions you one step ahead of the person who brought you. Now, the magic is when you turn around and always point the audience back to the back to the authority. Right. But. The, the cool thing is the fact that I realized that when we stand on the work that others have laid before us, we can come in and do what we were intended to do and fulfill our purpose by just delivering value to somebody who's already primed and ready. It's not about getting somebody else's customer. It's about providing a solution for someone's problem who's ready to receive it in a way that they haven't been offered before.
Right. And that's what really got me into it. It says, I want to teach people how to do this more effectively in their businesses because our businesses are limited only by our reach. And our reach is only limited by our lack of knowing how to get in front of the right audience. Yeah. No, I mean, that that's brilliant. And I love this is such a new way to get in front of, you know, your ideal clients. I've never mm. heard of that before. And um, it just makes so much sense. I have to tell you, Chad, <laughs> right? I'm going like, oh, brilliant light bulbs, you know, instead of getting on another podcast. Well, of course, thank you for being on mine. But, you know, <laughs> you know, we'll on go that. into that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I love this. So let's sort of dig a little bit deeper. How do you do this? And do you have mm. some process that you go through? Actually, yes, we, we have a really specific process that we actually go through. Um, like you said, you know, like, okay, we're on a podcast and he's just told me this really great way that doesn't include my podcast, but here's, <laughs> here's, here's the reference. The really great way that you just heard was like the catalyst that forced me to look a little bit deeper and says, okay, I can get myself in front of 20 other people willing to pay two grand or I can get myself in front of 2000 people who are almost at that point. Right. Now, how do I do that? Well, I got to actually talk to the gatekeeper, right? Because there's got to be a reason. So instead of saying, how can I get in front of that audience? My question becomes, how can I serve that person? Maybe I'll be able to communicate with their audience. Maybe I won't, but that's okay. Because she may know someone, he may know someone that I can go serve in a, in a greater way. And I found out that everything that we did was about building the proper relationships with the right, with the right audience holder, so the gatekeeper. So what we're doing is we're leveraging ourselves in such a way where our only focus is to do two main things. The first step is to teach yourself, how can I take my business and become the goldfish in a piranha bowl? instead of a piranha going after one fish, right? Like affiliate marketing is notorious for this. If yeah. you have an affiliate marketing product that teaches you how to do affiliate marketing, you go hang out in Facebook groups full of affiliate marketers and try and tell them you sell them your product. And I'm like, there might be one or two people in there that actually are looking for a solution. Everybody else is doing what? Trying to sell their product yeah. to each other. Yeah. And I'm like, they already spent their two grand. <laughs> They're not doing it. Become yeah. the goldfish. Find that unique mechanism in your business. And that's what we help you do is zero to find that unique mechanism inside your business that makes you unlike any other solution out there. Step one, you find that, you're golden. Your next step is switch from trying to find customers. It's ridiculous. Don't find customers. They're all over the place. Find the people who know your customer and yeah. serve them. Serve. Just that serve. And they're like, well, how do I do that? I don't know. Ask them, see what they need help with. Yeah. I mean, I, I gained, I gained a little over $20,000 this year because at the beginning of the year I walked in and I, I had some guy send me a random cold DM and I looked at his profile and I went, Oh my gosh, that has got to be the worst banner I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> and do you know what I did? I called him up on a direct message and I told him how terrible it was. No, no, I didn't do that. What I immediately did is I went to his profile. I found a nice picture of him on his profile. I dropped it over in remove.bg. I took that, re you know, remove background. I put together over in Canva a nice little banner graphic. 
that represented what appeared to be his brand. And then I just turned around and I uploaded a very simple thing, took me 15 minutes. And I uploaded it to him on Facebook Messenger and just said, hey, I noticed on your banner, some of your messaging was getting cut out by your image. Something like this might help. Let me know if you need any any other help. I don't do graphics. That's not what I do. <laughs> I'm a business strategist. Well, strategy, you don't sell car wax by showing up in a rusty che Chevrolet, right? <laughs> so business strategy, like show up with a nice shirt on, <laughs> right? Yeah. So we put that together. It took less than five minutes and the man had it uploaded to his, his page. And that started a business relationship. Like we started communicating and then he'd, he'd call me up out of the blue for a question and I'd help him with the answer. And then it got to the point where he was spending two, three hours just picking my brain about his business and how he can help it to grow and learn how to do messaging and this and that. And you know what I charged him for all that time? Nothing. <laughs> I charged $2,500 an hour for my consulting. I charged him nothing. I spent hundreds of hours this year pouring into that man and his business, and I never charged him anything. Eventually, he says, I feel guilty. Can I send you some money? And I said, sure. He sent me 100 bucks on, pay on PayPal. <laughs> and I'm like, that's awesome. Thank you. But also what he did is he invited me inside his platform to do a teaching to his audience. Four have become my clients. Yeah. They that's paid cool me enough. far more than he yeah. could have. Yeah. And I showed up with nothing more than an intention and a heart to serve. So the first is find out what's unique about what you do. Fill the gap that nobody else is filling in your marketplace. And then you leverage other people's authority by getting in the door by nothing more than a heart of service with no expectation of a return. And you'll find the return is exponential. Yeah. And then what we do is we walk those people through an imaginary experience while we're there. We don't focus on selling our products. That's irrelevant. People aren't there to be sold. They're certainly yeah. not there to be sold by the guest. Yeah. But if I come into your platform and I walk people through this experience in which they get to continually experience the outcome that I deliver for my clients, can you imagine what it would be like if people were actually able to engage with other influencers on a regular basis? They were able to sit there and just reach out to them and be like, hey, I know we've been chatting and working to each other and helping each other out for the last six months or so. I've got this thing coming up. Would it be all right if I popped on, did a quick little 15-minute interview with you? They're going to go, absolutely. Boom. There's yeah. 10,000 people that you just reached. Yeah. Now, how many are you going to do reaching that organically? Four, five, six years, <laughs> right? And you did that doing by nothing more than just serving one another. So it's a matter of, it's a three-pronged approach is where we basically, we figure out your specific niche in, in your area where you can serve that nobody else is doing around the problem that you've, you, you've you solve. Right. And then we leverage the audience by serving to get that door open. And then when we show up, we serve, we don't sell. Right. Because if you sell, you'll never get anything again. They're not going to ask you to come back. You're pitchy and salesy and sleazy and slimy yeah. and nobody likes that. You just show up and you add value and you, you love on them and you let your heart come out. And if you're passionate, you get passionate, you get excited. It doesn't matter. Just be who you genuinely are and you will attract the ones who like you. Yeah. If you pretend to be somebody that you don't like, I guarantee only one thing. You're going to have clients you don't like. <laughs>
because you're going to be a, you're going to attract the people to you that are like the person you're presenting instead yes. of who you are authentically. So be authentic, be you. If you believe something, state it. You're going to do one of two things. You're going to attract the right person or repel the wrong one. Win-win. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Win-win. <laughs> We're all happy, right? And I'm really good about being repulsive. You know, and, and I don't say that like gross wise or like yeah, mean. Yeah, it's just I like, I, I want to repel the people that I can't serve because they stress me out. Yeah. I got, I got two toddlers and a baby in a house. I can't afford to be any more stressed. Yeah. I choose to work with the people that I work with. And then the, the biggest thing I tell people is I don't care if you have a million person audience that you can speak to, do not take on a client that doesn't bring you joy. Yeah because you can't give what you don't have. Yeah. So if you maintain staying in the space of people with love and joy in their heart, then you can give love and joy. And I haven't met a single person yet that doesn't love to experience love and joy. Yeah. Wow. And that's, that's like that next step in the process is like one, two, three, and then just show up and love on them. Just yeah. show up and love on them, period. I, you know, I think that this really rings true with something else that I, I've been a, a follower of Patrick Lincoln, and I don't know if you've ever read his books, but he has this fabulous sales book that's called Getting Naked, which sounds crazy, but it's the same principle of where you're, you know, you're giving, um, you know, freely your advice and your insights and you're helping others and that those that want to work with you are going to gravitate to that mm -hmm. and they're going to become um, they're going to start working with you and yeah. those who just want to take, well, they're going to take, but you didn't want to work with them anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, you know, that's really brilliant, but you know, through all of this, um, there has to be something that's, you know, you felt that has held you back and uh, I'd love to have you share that. Really? It's, it's this, um, I have a heart of service, uh, from a very young age, like as, as a kid, all I wanted, all I wanted to do as a little kid, the only thing I wanted to do is I wanted to grow up and be a youth pastor. Okay. I wanted to be a missionary. I wanted to give, I wanted to serve. Uh, I grew up, I went in the military. Well, <laughs> right? you, well now little, you're serving, you're serving little, a lot little of bit of a it, switch. Yeah, right? it is, there was but like a sometimes you're doing things. a lot of humanitarian things. So absolutely. It did, but, but what it did is it taught me an amazing sense of leadership and accountability which allowed me to do what? Be a servant leader. Yes. Yes. It was part of the process. I thought it was off track, but it was part of the process. But then when I started to do this, and like I said, you know, I got in there and it was like $37, $97, $127. And I started feeling like, ah, it's not fair that I would literally just give them $127 so I can take their customers. <laughs> like yeah. that, that was like my hang up. It was like, I had such a heart to give. I couldn't fathom the idea of like taking from somebody else. And then somebody brought up one time and they're like, don't you ever feel like you're poaching their audience? And I'm like, no, no, because I never showed up to sell. Like if I showed up to sell, yeah, I'm a sleazy poacher. <laughs> if I showed up to serve and somebody reaches out to me, I'm not poaching the audience. I'm simply providing the value for free that I have. And then somebody reached out to me and said, can, can you help me more? Yes. I don't feel bad if your audience reaches out to me and says, hey, can you help me? I'm honored that I get to help fill a gap that you missed in your marketing or in your messaging or in your training. Because when I'm done, they're going to go back to you. Why? Because you're the value bringer who brought me to them. Yeah. 
Not to mention when anytime this is this is a rule that I've instituted to get past this this internal conflict. Right. Is is very simply is when somebody says, well, can I work with you? In, like in your in your situation, I'd say, well, have you have you mentioned to Lynn that you're going to have this conversation with me? And if they go, well, well, why would I do that? I was like, well, because I respect Lynn, you know, both as a friend and as a business associate, we're going to have the conversation. But I think it wouldn't it be more appropriate if you mentioned that you reached out first? Because I want to make sure because she's done a lot to work and nurture with you. And I want to make sure that you 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 honor that in some way. And every single time every influencer has always come back and they're like, wow, this person said that they reached out to you and had a conversation and you pointed them back to me. If there's anything else I can do for you. Yeah. Why? Because people don't want to feel like somebody's taking advantage. So when you walk in, if somebody reaches out to you, just have the courtesy of reaching back and saying, Hey, they're the expert in this field. I'm willing to help you with this thing, but they're the expert. That's, that's why you're following them. Don't forget that. Yeah. You know, and if they choose to not follow somebody, well, that's that's on, that's on them. What's yes. on me is maintaining that position of integrity in the marketplace. And when you do that, it actually builds a stronger relationship with each one of those influencers. And so I found a way that 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 simple little thing I had to switch and says, this is my internal conflict that I'm dealing with. Right. But here's the solution. Yes. Like, I don't see problems. I don't see obstacles. I see opportunities and stepping stones. That's it. And people are like, well, no, there, there's obstacles in life. And I'm like, only if you don't stand on them. If you stand on an obstacle, it's support. Yes. If you stand on a big obstacle, it's perspective. <laughs> and they're like, whatever. Yeah. I'm like, enjoy your ground view. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, I can't make you get on the obstacle with me, but I can tell you the view is beautiful from up here. Yeah, absolutely. And, and so if you can turn that internal conflict inside of you, to something that's actually an asset that makes you better in the marketplace and a better relationship builder, then you've already moved past that obstacle. And that's one of the most important things that we help people do is to take those obstacles and flip them on their head and turn them into an asset for their business. Yeah. And it is, it's amazing how people will get stuck in some, some perspective that there's something that's holding them back. That's an obstacle and it can be a lot of different things. Um, but, uh, I mean, I, I mean, I, 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 my mind's racing here. There's so much of, uh, that you're giving us, Chad. That's just amazing. But I also like the how you're coming at that from a place of, you know, mutual respect. And yeah. when you do that, um, I think everyone recognizes. I know that I do. I mean, very specific about, you know, what we do when we work with businesses and how we serve them. There's all kinds of things that we don't do. You know, we don't do marketing. Yeah. Um, uh, we, you know, we don't, uh, there's just all kinds of stuff that, that we don't do. Um, I don't specifically do sales training. I mean, I'm really about sorting the chaos and putting in their operational system of how they're going to be managing their sales. Um, but at the same time, I'm not doing like elaborate CRM tools or things like that. If that's what they're looking for, they need to hire somebody who specializes in that area. Yeah. And so and it does, it takes, there's different types of very specific niche things that people do. So, you know, when you're thinking about that, what have you seen and experienced that, that you recognize that um, holds people back? Outside judgment. How big? Yeah, yeah. 
How much, Get out of their how much own way. Here? <laughs> we, I mean, man, it, it is everything from outside judgment by your community, like your your demographic, your audience, your economic landscape, uh, your spouse. It could be your belief about your your circumstance, like finance, your ability to communicate effectively. I mean, I, let, let's let's hit that one right there. Let's hit that one right. Okay, and I'm going to say that because I can relate to that huge. Up until the age I was 37, people, 37 years old, I was terrified of a group of five or more people. Okay. Now put that into perspective of somebody who went into the military and literally used to sleep in a room with 37 other men, and, and we all stood together, and we marched together, and we ate together, we showered together. You know, like, there's a lot of people here. I was constantly absolutely terrified in every one of those days, every one of those moments, I had that huge fear going on. How do you operate in that? Yeah. Right? That That's debilitating if you don't learn how to function and control that. Well, let's back it up. I was in theater. I was in solo, solo ensemble. Uh, I, I took state, lead in state solo ensemble back in high school singing. I used to do... Uh, preaching messages as a youth and in, in, in the high school, I was on stage sharing the message. I, I worked in missionary work and would deliver messages when we were on trips. You find there's a way to work within whatever scares you. Yes. Like I was terrified of a group of people. So where did I put myself on stage? Now, most people would be like, the heck is wrong with you? I'm like, are you kidding? I got to stand on stage, be somebody else in a controlled situation with only the landscape that I agreed with and said was okay. And then I turned the lights off on the rest of the world. Right? So I yeah. found a way and says, I can function within the parameters of this fear. And when I did that, I started doing it year after year after year. And then at the age of 37 years old, I was giving a message to uh, probably about 150 other people in a church. And I stopped mid sentence and I went, wow. Hey guys, I don't know if you get, this probably won't mean anything to you, but I need you to understand for the first time in my life, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. And of course they're all looking at me and I'm like, this is me like all the time. I'm like, just, I'm open, I'm talkative, I'm energetic because I learned to act in spite of the thing. And when I said I was afraid, most of them were like, what? Well, yeah. Why? Like you and your wife are literally traveling around the country, spreading this message on bicycles. And you're telling me that you're afraid. I'm like, yeah, I was, but not anymore. Well, what happened is when you, when you step against the thing that, that scares you or that holds you back, that, that limits you and you step against that long enough, you're going to break through it. Yeah. Mine was so strong. It took me 37 years of constantly pounding on it with a sledgehammer before it <laughs> broke. But when it broke, there was nothing ahead that could slow me down. Yeah. I just beat something that tried to beat me for 37 years. I can look at life and go, what you got? <laughs> what you got? I beat my head on a wall for 37 years just to get here. What you got? That's the mentality that we have to have. It's like if your wife says, I don't, I don't, I don't believe that what you're doing is right. You see... Watch for the result and then bash your head on the wall, <laughs> right? <laughs> Beat on it. Do it. You know, if, if somebody says, well, it's not ethical, fine. Then do it and show them the ethical way to do it. 
say there's not a way of integrity. You need to have more integrity in your business. Fine. Then do it with integrity. Make sure that every situation that you walk into, every relationship that you enter into, every exchange that you enter into, it's a simple rule. Make sure they benefit more than you in everything that you do, and you will never lack for a platform to share your message in the world. Right. Because they'll have you back and they'll tell all their friends, man, all he did was show up and serve. He didn't ask for anything. He didn't pitch anything. He didn't sell anything. He just showed up and loved on my audience. You got, you need to have him come on. Yeah, absolutely. Because people, people love to be served. They hate to be sold. Yeah. But the reality is selling is service. So just yeah. serve. So just yeah. serve. Because if you serve effectively, you never have to sell again. <laughs> and it, when I stopped selling, yeah. my profits went through the roof. No I, joke. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I believe passionately that uh, as a career that sales is very noble because you're helping people and you're solving their problems um, or providing yeah. them with a valuable service that they truly need. Um, and when you approach it with that level of worthy intent, um, yes, you're selling them a product or service, but you're really there to, you just said it, to serve them, to help them. Um, I'm just guiding to, you into the yeah. best result for you. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the way I look at it in my mind is like, I'm just, I'm helping them choose the right path to get them to their best result. Yep. And, and I won't do it unless I believe that's the truth. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, let's get an amen for that. <laughs> exactly. I mean, because there are so many people, they try and sell me their products and they'll be like, oh, so, so have you been getting what kind of results? Well, I haven't really made any money with it yet, but. <laughs> But your whole marketing message is that I can make a thousand within the first month. You've been yeah. at it four months. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the program is good. I'm like, oh, the program goods, but you suck. Is that what you're telling me? Because you're still trying to tell me the program's good, but it's not working. If you don't believe it 100% hands down that it will benefit and change the life of the person that you're offering it to, do not sell it. Yes. All you're doing is destroying your sales future. Yeah, and because yeah, reputation will grow. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. I would rather sell a $10 item that gives somebody a $30 value for 20 years before I ever try and sell anything of any measurable value because I will have had all of those years of credibility. It won't matter. I'll walk out the gate with a million dollar offer and people will buy it because I've done nothing but give value that works. Absolutely. Or I can sell one $10,000 program that gets no results and I won't be able to sell a $10 program for the next 30 years. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like build your business on integrity, serve the people that you can always lift them up and point everybody back to the person who referred you and your business will grow. Yeah. Well, that, that's the advice that you've provided, Chad. I mean, it's golden. And I, I think that you may have some advice of what our listeners should do next. I think you should reach out to Lynn. <laughs> and I think you need to directly ask her the question, how can I serve you in sharing your message with the world even half as effectively as you've helped others? I think that would be the first step. Okay. The second step, I think they should all send me a $10 bill. <laughs> and... <laughs> No, uh, the next step, really, if, if there's anything that I've said that resonates with you and you feel that you need some more clarification on, 
um, definitely reach out to Lynn and ask because she and I are connected already. And if she doesn't have the answer for it, she'll definitely she'll she'll redirect you over to me and I'll answer those questions through any one of the various links that you can find me online. But do first ask Lynn. And if she can't help you, then the two of you should definitely hop on over to me and we'll clarify it so that she can give that answer more clearly in the future as well. So with that, I mean, man, if you have questions, ask the one that brought me here and she'll either connect you with me or she'll give you the answer you need. Yeah, well, thank you. That's very kind and very generous. And um, I certainly appreciate uh, your message. And, you know, Chad, I just wanna say thank you so much. Thank you for sharing why the power of borrowed ethos is vital for your success. Um, I've completely leaned into this conversation the entire time. And I wanna say to everyone who is tuning in, I want you to be able to connect with Chad. So Chad, will you share with our listeners how and where they can find out more about you? All right, yeah, if, if you want, hop on Facebook. It's the easiest place to get hold of me because I spent a lot of time there working with my clients. Um, just type in Chad Nedland, you'll find my profile picture. I'm the guy with the propane tank over my right shoulder. <laughs> um, if that doesn't work for you, you can definitely find me at, uh, oh, any number of places. Type my name in Google. <laughs> There I'm all go. over, but the, the best way, if you want to reach out to me directly, this is the best way. My name, Chad Nedland at yahoo.com. Shoot me a all message. Right. You send me a personal email, I guarantee I'll respond. All right. There we have it. And I'm going to be sure that we include those links below. So everyone who's tuning in, you can just, they're a click away so you can reach out to Chad. And I want to say again, this has been such a great discussion. And for those of you who are listening, you know, if you have ideas that you'd like to share, we love to hear your comments below. Um, that's always important to hear. And uh, to stay current on all of our insightful advice, our breakthrough advantages, you can sign up for our weekly wisdoms newsletter at petitequeen.com. And you'll be the first to hear these wonderful episodes of the one we just had with Chad. I want to thank you for tuning in and listening. And Chad, thank you so much for this incredible mm -hmm. opportunity to share your wisdom and your advice with our audience. Thank you so much. It's It's been an absolute honor. And I look forward to when your audience can come join us when you come visit on our podcast as well. All right. And for those, I'm going to teaser, we're going to be having Chad and I are both working on a money maximizer summit. So you guys stay tuned because you're going to hear more and you're going to be able to get this dynamic duo plus some other phenomenal people together in a room at one time. And uh, you're going to want to be there. It's going to be great. <laughs>